Good afternoon. Welcome to Too Much Dip, the Too Much Dip podcast specifically. I'm Dave. I'm going to host. We're live here in Austin, Texas. Joining me in studio today, looking looking fit, it's Dylan Shivery. Oh. What are, you, what are you weighing in at now? Tell the folks. Oh, uh, I'm about 178 at the moment, which is not where I want to be. Where do you want to be? I want to be about 183. I think that's a good fighting, walking around weight for me. So uh, I'm just having trouble keeping the weight on right now, but it's okay. Thank okay. you for the compliment. Sure, man. Yeah. Drinking a saps. I see you. I was also expecting you to intro Brett first, as that's what you usually do when someone's uh, sitting next to me, even though I've been... Uh, staple on this podcast since its inception but that's okay glad to be here oh. podcast week i've got a staple anecdote for you but let me introduce our guest it's brett merriman most of you will enjoy this football season in moderation while having lots of fun and entertainment <laughs> okay the fantasy leads will provide banter to munched friends it's and just... money won or lost betting won't affect you i will be betting this year that's uh that's phil mickelson did yeah it's there's a yeah the top response isn't great. Followed by 500 more words. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot of words. it's a long, <laughs> it's a long, serious tweet, and people responded to it in many ways. Many uh, ways. Some good, some bad. Thank you for having me, Dave. I'm excited to talk uh, sports. I'm I'm happy to have you, man. This is going to be a fun show. Joining us remotely, uh, a guy who's just ride or die washed. It's KJ. From my toes to my elbows. I don't I don't think that's accurate. I got a lot of wash stuff on today. How about that? We're not doing shoes that. yet. Mm, I've got the new dippy shoestrings. Or elbow pads for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be the weirdest thing you could possibly get? It's like here's a limited edition elbow pad. Wrist guards and elbow pads are next. <laughs> for all my bladers out there. <laughs> DJ Bean would buy. He would buy. He would be one of five people. He'd be the only one. (laughs) And we'd appreciate him for it. Real popular around your uh, adult league uh, hockey groups. How about that? Fair. You just did custom like hockey gear. There you go. High margins on that. They would. I I know seventy to eighty-five people that would that would buy it that I have direct (laughs) contact with. Hmm. We should talk about that. KJ, what's going on up there? What's the weather? Uh, we're going to peak up, peak out at, uh, 72 degrees. Fall is definitely here, fellas. Uh, every day, just a little bit more beautiful. Uh, but you know, in all honesty, it is, uh, the balance between like, yes, I've got true fall season here, but I am beginning to like collect some of the heavier coats out of the closet, knowing that, uh, the joyful days of great weather is, uh, probably got 60 to 70 days lifespan on it do you have have any foliage changing kj Mm -hmm. a little bit a little bit like but that must uh, be nice man by october we'll be in peak uh peak leave change season damn tobes hey don't forget it don't forget to get your uh, big trench coat out of your closet so you can uh go little rascal style in some situation (laughs) just kai and kj (laughs) in a big coat Oh my his God. legs. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have a parka that buttons. I'd probably say that it's like elementary school. It passed the skirt test, like the dress code skirt test. The whole like, if the hem of your skirt is uh further than the fingertips mm-hmm. in terms of like distance to your knee, I would say my coat 
would approach passing that test. I don't know if my fingers go past the sides of it. Dave Which, Matthews uh, would approve. Know. Where are you going with that one? A little I'm bit of a trench coach. Crunch. Uh, hike up that skirt a little oh, more. Hike down in front of the world. A little, a little uncomfortable with that line. A little dirty. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it's kind of a dirty song if you really listen to the whole thing. I don't like horny Dave Matthews. He's got a couple really horny songs uh, that I won't bring up, but he, he's a very horny man. Is he? Yeah. Like diabolically horny? Yeah, he he just he talks about like peaches in the context of, you know, I, I'll just, I'll leave it there. there there's Nick a, there's Cage many... face-off peaches? What's that? Like Nick Cage face-off peaches? It's like I could eat a peach for hours? Yeah, it's something along those lines. Yeah. Can we get, can we clean this place I, up? I, I, what is going Dave on? Dave said horny Dave Matthews. It's a, fucking, I, it's a movie. You know, diabolically horny. Dave All Matthews is a very popular artist. Chin There's, dripping. I'm just sick of y'all, man. He's uh, the original jam band. No. He is on my, my list of wouldn't be surprised if, but you know. If he got popped for something. Uh, exactly. His uh his violinist viol, violinist famously did, Boyd Tinsley. He was uh touching kids. So Okay. 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 I don't have Dave on that list, but well, Dave oh, Matthews, okay. to be clear. Yeah. Dave, yeah. <laughs> Let's pull this thing out of the gutter, Dave. You're look. You're the host. You got. You got to get us. I there. told you. I've been. My kid's sick. I'm sleeping poorly. I. I. This is kind of on you. That's why I was telling you that. You can't let the. Why don't you step up? All right. You know what? Let's. Let's. Uh, hey, football man. How about it? <laughs> okay. You guys, you guys hear about this football shit that's going on? Hey, before we get into football, man. Uh, <laughs> We do live streams every other Thursday. Guess what? This Thursday, there's a live stream. A too much dip live stream leading into uh, Thursday night football. Um, what's Will doing? Oh, we got our uh, we got our uh, our sponsored kids. Oh, we got Johns. Are they sick? We got new Johns. Well, they're kind of sick. Okay. No, they're not. We were, Are they? Just <laughs> when we got this thing out Will? of the gutter, we're, we're, we just got distracted. Oh, did he put, was he wearing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. We do live streams every Thursday. <laughs> More on that later, what we were just And uh, leading into Thursday Night Football, 6.30 Central, uh, we have a guest on. We pick games. I think I'm 500 this season, which I don't hate. I'm just mopping the floor with you idiots at KJ's, this point. KJ's sneakily uh, 311. <laughs> Terrible. Mm -hmm. Yes, sneakily 311. I appreciate that. Is, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and read out the records for the, for the crowd. Uh, David on the season. Seven and seven, one and one on your big boy stacks. Oh. Dylan at ten and four, also Ooh. one and one. Okay. The listeners, which yes, this year you can also submit your uh, dip picks along with us each week. We'll tweet out or post a Google Forms link. Listeners not that great at six and eight on the season. They split their big boy. <laughs> how do you guys? So as, as a listener who votes in these things, how do you uh, mm -hmm. go about? Is it just is it the the most like votes per? Game correct, kind of correct. Okay. So I go with majority rule on the collective listener votes. I do single out Brett, and if Landry participates or if I see mm, Will okay. come through and participate, I do single out your record, so I am tracking that. Oh. Um, do you have I believe week available? one, you were 500. You were 500. Mm, okay. I'll, um, I'll have to go back and look at week two. Week two um, did not go well personally. I'll, I'll put it that way. No, it did not. And not to bury the lead, I am 3-11 and 11 on the year with a one-on-one -one split on my big boy sacks. I'll also keep track of the best week each week by a listener. Um, you have to enter your Google or your Gmail so that you can only do one entry a week. Uh, you know, if we see somebody who's like standing out, everything's timestamped. So you've got to get your picks in on time. 
Yeah, you can't beat the system. DraftKings Sportsbook provides all of our odds, all of our lines. So if we got somebody we need to be following, uh, we we may need to uh, look into their services. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Good to know. It's a good time. Hey, I alluded to a staple earlier real quick before we get into it. Brett and I tried to go to the infamous um, sandwich slash taco slash pizza spot mm-hmm. that um, – You tried to run it back. We try to run it back. I, my idea, by the way, I I love what their menu's doing. I think it's it looks like it's going to be really good. So I was like, Brett, I'll drive. Let's go get it. Yeah, it wasn't open. <laughs> what is wrong with that Dude, place? I, I did, Dylan, I know. Can I can't, we? Uh, it was that one was my fault. I, that was on me. Briefly reset. I think you mentioned uh, this place has multifacets, but uh, for the too much dip listener who who may not be fully informed, Brett calls it a ghost kitchen. With a okay. bar. Promote the newsletter, Dave. Washed Weekly. We do a newsletter. Where can you get Thank it? Wash.substack? Wash.substack.com, I want to say, is where you can find it. Uh, subscribe. I wrote about this in the, the newsletter that dropped on Friday. Um, I don't know if you – can you go back and read ones that have already been posted if you subscribe? Yeah. Surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go check it out. I wrote all about it. Um, funny situation. Yeah, uh, which you go. you got to read it. You got to go subscribe if you want to see it. But um, – so we went, it's basically, they have three completely different cuisines that might be separate entities, separate restaurants, but they have one bar and like one dining area. Yeah. We tried to go last week, uh, didn't work out, tried to go today, didn't work out. So we went down to another place. I'm not going to put them on blast, but it's it's a good spot that we, we frequent. I got uh, some a side potato salad, or no, side uh, pasta salad, and uh, they gave me a bonus staple in my uh, pasta salad, which right. I did not, it did not enter my mouth. I spotted it before. Like the, the little, Oh sta- yeah. A staple. Yeah. I thought you not meant like-, like something commonly used. No, no, no. Oh, like no. there's a staple in my, in my pasta salad, which is just not ideal. I don't think my gut, my gut's got a number of issues already. Yeah. You not really that. looking to add a, you need to add metal to the mix. Yeah. Office to office, uh, fixtures. Yeah. Two things. I felt bad because it, it sort of was on me. I, I picked the second, I picked the backup spot. Um, so I guess I'll take the blame on that one. And two, usually KJ is the one ingesting things that could potentially kill you uh, before the show. Okay. Fair, fair, did fair. Drink bleach. This is not what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> briefly and accidentally, but this is not what it means to get your stomach stapled. Not sure about the pump, but uh, the staple, this is certainly not how that happens. No, you'd have to ask, uh, never mind. I yeah. going to say a yeah. certain celebrity that was always rumored to stomach pumping, but who knows? Hmm. Yeah, durable situation too. That's not a pump situation, but anyway, let's let's switch gears. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk college football. Somebody's over there prepping that run it back a little bit. Don't look at my shit. <laughs> you can't screen look. <laughs> I saw I saw you typing away. I was like, what? don't you have access to the same dock? Yeah, look I do. at your own shit, man. You guys just docking. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Siri chiming in. Do we get new sound effects? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> um, so the, the reason Brett's here is cause he was just, ste- I don't know if he's steaming or just horny to talk college football. He's been writing a college football column for the aforementioned washed weekly for about the last two months. Here's a little, here's a little preview. It's like 6,000 words. I don't really. Including charts and graphics and. Don't really know what you're doing with it, but I'm excited to read it or at least say I read it. Um, <laughs> Brett, what? Give me your thoughts. What's going on here? Where are we? Where are we kicking off? You know, I, I just, well, you're right. I, I'm both steaming and aged to talk about college football. I don't have a, a venue to talk about these things with. 
Uh, and and so thank you for giving me the opportunity. Uh, the only thing I'm really steaming on right now is the love of Colorado and the clock stoppage rules. Okay, let's let's start with Colorado. I had that on my uh, rundown here. And beat a, beat a team before. And TCU is not a team. TCU beat a, beat a team before oh, um, we fall in love and, and before on. we go prime. Like before we go prime time, prime time. Let's let's beat a team. Let's let's see what Oregon. Let's yeah, see what happens if if, or, the if if they go into Oregon, and uh, and they they uh, clean up. Fine, I'm on the Dion train. But just let's hold off. I thought. Uh, look, I'm not ready to poo poo TCU yet. Here's here's where I come out on it. Uh, they were one in a eleven last year. One of the worst teams in college football. Yep. Uh, imagine being. Like on that campus right now, like oh, you're sure you're, a, you're a junior, right? Bro. This is your third year on campus, and you've yeah. you, you've like you don't even go to games because they're so atrocious. You don't care about no one cares about that football program. Suddenly, you got Prime as your coach. You got an influx of talent. You got from, the Rock. You got the Rock showing up on campus. You got College Game Day. Pat McAfee. How o- much offsets fun, there? How much fun would it be to be a, a Colorado student right now? It w- Colorado student would be a great time. And, of course, I'd be drinking the Kool-Aid like anybody else. I, too, have a little buff fatigue. Yes. It's a lot. It's, it's more like that. I'm, I'm fatigued more than I'm steaming. Are what? you getting buff food? No, David. Can you grow up, man? Are you just I'm fucking just trying We've to We've had a, a glaring lack of alerts in the group chat, I will say that. But the only on. th- if I, on. Jackson State. If I had to steam on anything Colorado-related <laughs> right now, it would just be that – the fixation is on the coach, which is like something that you don't really see too much in sports. Like it's 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 the coach is primary and everything. I didn't mean to do a pun there. Um, everything else is kind of secondary. Like they're good. Don't apologize for puns. You know what I mean? Like it's, should, like like it's so much about the coach right now. Dabo and I get it. He's Deion Sanders. Dabo, Nick time. Saban. Who else? Who is their OC? Their, their OC should get all the credit in the world. And so should Shador. He's he's awesome. He's good. And which he is. I believe Edwards, he's top uh, five ish. Shador? Yeah, I believe he's top five-ish. And like, I mean, Heisman Kuiper actual voting like, doesn't come out until later, but he, he's he's up there. Second, I think, behind Drake May. Yeah, his big board. On yeah. his big board. I was like, that might be a little early much. But okay. Uh but hey, good for them. Uh, it's fun. It's it's fun for college football, I think. It is a bit much, but it's fun. So, David, where do you land? It's it feels like Michael Block syndrome. Like we're just Oh, you know, we're just we're like <laughs> okay. Twitter fixation for okay. a couple weeks, and then something's going to happen where we're like, going to lose a game soon, and then it's going to quiet down a bit. Yeah. So, so I won't worry about it now. But the clock stoppage rules, I have I have true problems with because you're getting like ten to twelve less Hold plays on, let me, per Let game. me bang a twenty here. Let me bang a twenty. Yeah. David, weigh in on Colorado before we move on to uh, clock stoppage here. Bang um, a twenty. I am I am not going to criticize the fans for rushing the field. Mm. Nope. <laughs> Even though they were supposed to absolutely um, annihilate, it was a personal matter. I don't know if you saw that. My only issue with Colorado was I thought that Mike Norvell – Mike Norvell? The Colorado State mm-hmm. coach? Colorado yeah. State coach. I, I feel like his quote, like the entirety of his quote, he was very complimentary of Dion, and I, I understand – it just didn't seem like that big of a deal. And anytime I see like the every personality, every ESPN associated personality just riding so hard for this one program, I'm like, okay, I obviously love seeing primetime on the sidelines. I think it's awesome. Um, former Cowboy, great. Uh, 
But it's like, all right, getting a little bit, little bit crazy here. Uh, the game day performance, while electric, with the rock, it was just like, damn, dude, we're we're three weeks into this thing, and you did allude to them not beating anybody. I will say TCU is going to uh, be a contender for the Big Twelve this year. Not saying much. Big Twelve kind of sucks outside of a couple teams. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm glad they won that game, but it was nice to see a competitive game. Uh, I went to bed. Sadly, but um, I don't know. I'm not ready for them to get humbled yet. And when they lose to Oregon by double digits, which they will, that's not really being humbled, I don't think. I mean, I don't think anybody actually thinks they're going to win that game. So anyway, that's all I got. I'll, I'll add only this. I felt exactly how Brett does. I agree. And I also fell asleep with what David said. And I fell asleep like, uh, I don't know, two, three minutes on the clock, down eight or something. I was like, yeah. I even put it on the charger, like uh, one of the MagSafe chargers, whatever, propped up next to my bed, thinking I'm going to stay awake watching it. No, sleep immediately. I'll say this. We went into last weekend thinking it was an absolute, utter piece of crap slate for college football. Whether it was all manufactured or what, Colorado delivered like entertainment in the morning with what they did for game day, which we all think is a pretty spare product at this point, but it was entertaining, you know, a very energized crowd in a very picturesque setting. You got what you, uh, showed up for, if you will. And then the game was entertaining as hell line aside, the teams aside from a neutral party standpoint, it was a very entertaining college football game. So I'm a little tired of it. I agree. I think TCU sucks. Um, whether or not they do, I just think TCU sucks. Uh, but they filled the, they filled the void that we had this weekend. No other game was going to be worth watching. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to the Rams also for being a worthy opponent. Yeah. I don't think anyone expected that game to be close, especially since the comments that they made legitimately controlled the game. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Jay Norvell is the coach of Colorado State. Mike, famously at Florida State. Ah, uh, yeah, classic. Oh, yeah, yeah, good, good catch. Um, okay, good pull, Brett. Texas OC, right? Wasn't he at Texas mm, uh, before Dylan? He was. Say uh, yes. Uh, at Oklahoma, he was um, the like receivers coach. I don't think he was ever OC. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. What's next? All right. Okay. On to the clock. Yeah, I'll just quickly. I I think the clock stopping they they had it so that games would be shorter, but they're just making the games the same amount of time with more commercials, which is just such a college football move, mm-hmm. NCAA move. I I just I don't have any. Uh, it's just purely a steam. I'm like, why are, why are we doing this? It's turning games weird with weird flow. Like the clock doesn't stop on the first down anymore. Out of bounds is weird. Like it's just weird rules and it's affecting gameplay in my opinion. Okay. That's it. Just just like an offense like Ole Miss who goes fast, it affects their their capacity to. I think it allows for more uh, upsets too. Teams yeah, because can shorten games. You're short. You're you're limiting. The, you're, you're yeah. you have fewer possessions. I mean, just yeah. truly fewer possessions. Okay. And so I don't like that. I, I guess I didn't really recognize that angle. I felt like it allowed for more blowouts because it allowed fewer teams to come back into the game, but. Theoretically, if you were, you know, had an early start like USF on Alabama, 
keeping things ugly and Alabama's offense is off to a slow start, lightning delays, blah, blah, blah. I guess it could keep you in it if you're limiting the number of opportunities that the better team has to get the ball back. So uh, I hadn't considered that. Otherwise, it really, really sucks to be following a team like SMU when they're playing um, OU or crap. There was another another game in week two um, where the comeback was absolutely squashed by the fact that a team got a first down with like two minutes and six seconds on the clock. And the clock ran to about a minute, 36 seconds. Yeah. If you're going to keep this rule, give me a two minute warning. I like which is that a dumb JJ. rule in the NFL, but you've got to bring something back to balance. If you really feel like it's important for clocks to stop at two minutes and stop it at two minutes. I was, then, I was watching the same game you were, I don't know if it was, maybe it was the Florida state BC game, but it was literally got a first down at like two Oh three and yeah. the clock ran down another 40 seconds. And it's just, that's not, I don't think that's why the rule was designed in the first place. So I agree with you on the two minute warning. Basically makes, if you have anything less than three timeouts at that point in the game, you cannot afford, you, you won't get the ball back mm-hmm. with two timeouts with the two minute warning. You can with three, you obviously can, but without it, you cannot. And um, go ahead. So I was just gonna say, it's, it's going to show up in a massive game later this year. I dare. I just, that's, that's my personal guarantee. While we got you here as an Ole Miss donor, mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about facing Jalen Milrow? He's 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 back, Dylan. Oh, I know it. He's electric. I mean, he he truly is. He is big play, just waiting to happen. They don't always happen. He's he's extremely uh, fast. He's extremely explosive. He can throw the a deep ball. Accuracy has been the issue, and decision making has been the issue. And I I don't trust the Ole Miss defense right now. They play. They just they just play bend but don't break, and so in my opinion, it's going to have to be like a forty-one thirty-eight game, mm. and I, I don't like that when you're limiting the number of possessions. They are a little bendy on that defense, right? They will bend. They will bend. Have you seen the uh, booty chatter that Milrow was actually suspended, not benched? Oh, I did not see for that. the uh, recent game. Any reason why mm. he didn't handle the loss to Texas well? and had uh, some kind of outburst, I think, in the locker room after the game, something along those lines. This is uh, mostly hearsay, but a lot of people talking about it. If is this Orange Bloods? No. If you if you look up Milrow <laughs> suspension, suspended on, on Twitter, a lot of a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, so he's back this week. So Was he allowed to play special teams? <laughs> Funny. Uh, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> That's not the Saban way. I have not watched an ounce of Mississippi football this year. I obviously will in the upcoming weeks as they play Bama this weekend, LSU the following weekend, and Arkansas after that, mm-hmm. um, which I guess some of those are competitive teams. I don't know. Um, but respect to them, having played Georgia Tech, who's surprisingly decent this year, and Tulane, who I think we all picked Tulane that week. Yeah, they've uh, been they've been closer games than the scores would indicate. Um, Ole Miss is not dominating the trenches, which also concerns me against Bama. Their offense has been explosive. They've they've had guys injured that they get back this week. Um, Judkins hasn't looked like himself. I know he's banged up. Apparently, he's dealing with a rib. I don't know. I I really truly don't have. A lean, you know, I'm not going to be a homer and just say, can't wait to go beat Bama. They're still Bama. Ole Miss hasn't blown anybody away, but Mercer so far. 
I'm excited for the game. I'm nervous for the game. I don't think if they lose, it's the end of the season. I Georgia all of a sudden looks interestingly vulnerable. You know, slow starts the last couple of weeks, and then South Carolina had a 14-3 lead on them uh, and at halftime. So in LSU, they beat up on Mississippi State, but they looked pedestrian the first couple of weeks. So I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see on the Ole Miss front. But just it's been a fun – people talking about the SEC being down, then Tennessee going to Georgia and losing after Georgia looked like shit. Nobody looks Florida. like world beaters. Yeah, Florida. Well, I, that's that's right. So, shouts to Mizzou getting the K State dub this weekend. The thicker kicker. Just a, just a fun like a fun week three that didn't necessarily look yeah. like it was going to be fun. What's the smoke on uh, Kiffin saying that uh, Bama's DC uh, Kevin Steele? Yeah, said it looks like uh, Robinson. Is it Tavarius Robinson? Who's like a an Alabama Tavarius? Yeah, he's Robinson. a cornerbacks coach. They said, based on the film they've been watching, it looks like Steele is not the one calling plays, which obviously you need some sort of inside info, and he, which he would have given who he's been in that building before. Um, but Nick Saban clarified in his presser today that Kevin Steele is, in fact, still the DC. Is that just a psyop? Is that a little, little uh, gamesmanship? Of course, of course. This whole we—that's what Lane does. He's just—he's on Twitter tweeting like, "Oh man, hardest place to play in the world. Can't wait to go to Bama." Just. Be in lane. Okay. Just be in lane. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for the game. I'm nervous for the game. But uh, it's fun to have uh, 3-0. That's all you can ask for. Can I ask a Texas question? Yeah. Okay. University of Texas. Dylan went to the game famously. Mm-hmm. Did. Uh, played Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Wyoming, a good program. Good program. Beat Tech. Sure did. Um, this game was on the Longhorn Network, so I didn't get to watch. More on that <laughs> in the sports party, by the way. And should I find out that this, what I'm about to ask about, was a tribute to uh, 9-11, then I reserve the right to amend my take. But do we need a flyover for a game that's only available on the Longhorn Network? Because there was a flyover, and yet I couldn't watch that game. Because most people couldn't watch the game. And I'm just like, why are we doing a flyover? It's Wyoming. Unless, again, I find out that it was a, a tribute, in which case I support it and flyovers are inherently badass. More flyovers, great. Let's do it. I was just curious what the what was going on there. The Longhorn Network piece of it, I I don't I, I don't really – I mean, it's, it's mostly for uh, the people who are in the stadium. It's much cooler in person than it is on TV. It is cool on TV, but uh, I will never complain about a flyover ever. It's the coolest shit of all time. I saw them uh, waiting, doing their little – you know, circling, waiting to do the flyover, kind oh, of, yeah? kind of over on the south side of town. So I was like, "Oh, fucking love it, man!" It was very cool. It, it gets me horned every time. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Nine um, Eleven tribute would be my best guess. Okay, but it was yeah, like you said, it was Wyoming game first night. I don't know. The oh. night game thing does make sense too. KJ has his hand raised. I'm, watch me walk it back in real time. Of all of the events to commemorate with the flyover. Okay. KJ. All right. Did you see the Auburn flyover? <laughs> no. They do it right. Those that sucker was like a hundred feet above the stadium. I the little bitch flyovers that like they're like a mile high. You just go like, okay, cool. Like look, that looks like a normal airport. You want to feel the sonic boom? I, I want small children to cry after a flyover. <laughs> I, I like the the B two. The B two ones are sick. Yeah, because yeah. you get you get sun. to look in like it's slower, right? So you yeah. get to kind of uh-huh. oh yeah, check it out. There's a like right a there. delayed sonic boom too, right? It, it doesn't happen. 
I don't think the I don't, I don't think there's I, I feel like it didn't, that would be dangerous. It didn't hear the same way. I don't know. Oh, here goes Brett talking aviation again. Uh, here we no go. Um, I am almost team uh, like Apache helicopter or whatever. Yeah, give me a Chinook. I think those, I think, yeah, the, the Chinook. Yeah, Texas did that a, a few years back and it was cool. Was that on ESPN Plus, that game? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the last, that was the last Longhorn Network Texas football game, though. And for that, I am very thankful. Last night or Saturday? Oh, yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Which is why I have in the sports party, Dylan says goodbye to the Longhorn Network and nobody goodbye, will miss it. Longhorn Network. I saw that in there and I thought maybe you were just boycotting it. But no. There's also another angle to it. I mean, we can just talk about it now if you want. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I think uh, one of the reasons that Texas is ranked third in the AP poll is because that game was on Longhorn Network. I think people didn't watch, didn't get a chance to watch the game and just saw, oh, Texas won 31 to 10 against an inferior opponent. So let's let's keep them ranked, you know, high. However, they had their their starting quarterback too, though, right? It was tied 10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. That's tough, KJ. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. It was a backup stitch. It wasn't even the quarterback who beat Tech. It was a different quarterback. I, I think Wyoming's good. I mean, it's a scrappy team. It's a tough team. The entire Tech game and the entire Texas game, I'm like, that's not a, just a, a bad team. Okay. I Look, I like Wyoming. Good program. Like I said. Can uh, we credit Yellowstone for this? Who knows? You can't say that Wyoming's rise hasn't coincided with the wild popularity amongst yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Demographics in America. Don't see that really. Love Yellowstone. They got a lot of Wyatts and Levi's on that team. That's sick. That's sick. Um, yeah, I had something else, but again, uh, again with the lack of sleep, whatever. Okay. Oh, Quinn. Does Quinn only get up for big games. What's going on here? This is you know the, you play Bama and they played lights out very well. Won the game on the road. Classic letdown game. I don't know, man. The The team looked very flat. Quinn was not sharp. The offense was extremely watered down. Not very much like pre-snap motion, which Sark is very known for. It was just a very vanilla game plan. And nobody on offense is really sharp until the fourth quarter. Defense gave up one long like one long run for a touchdown early in the, in the first quarter. And then they, they clamped it down. They, they shut it down after that. But uh, the, I love the defense. The offense... It appears to be pretty inconsistent at this point, which is definitely a concern. I don't know what the hell was going on. Um, yeah, they they fourth quarter was much better than the first three. Thankfully. Maybe maybe he didn't want to show uh, Dave Aranda anything as they go into Waco on yeah. night game, ABC primetime game. But after you go to Bama and you just let it rip, and you you know, yeah, there's the game tapes out there. So it's like, what are you doing? Just let it, let it, let it ride. Let's go. Hey, did you know that Long Island has a football, or yeah, Long Island has a football <laughs> program, and not only that, but they actually hang, hung with Baylor for a significant portion of the first half. Baylor might not be very good. The, is Aranda hot seat? Yes. Situation? Yeah, very much so. I'm wondering how early Hottest is too early in to the go Big get. Twelve. Uh, Matt Campbell. Maybe. Oh, Ooh. you see, Matt Campbell's trying to fight fans. Yeah, because so. they, he, they said hot seat. Getting beat by Mac teams. Yikes. Go Bobcats. Or Ooh, Tech? Mike Gundy. Oh. oh, great point. How do you start your son at quarterback and lose by like four touchdowns to South Alabama? He's got many, so, many more years. I think of hot success. seat talk is always like a little overblown, but any, well, I would say Dave Veranda, I, I'm always going to butcher the pronunciation or enunciation. Dave Aranda. 
is uh, much safer than Matt Campbell and Gundy, I would say. Matt Campbell used to be like, he was a hot name. Uh, in Ohio NFL State kind of job. Was it yeah. NFL? Yeah. yeah, weren't wasn't he rumored like he for the declined Bears an interview with the Jets. the Jets? He declined. He yeah, he turned down interviews in the NFL. The ones um, that Matt Rule was like, yeah, sure, I'll take every single one. Yeah, rightfully so. I'll say the 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 only thing Aranda's got going is that he legitimately won he won a Sugar Bowl and won the conference two two years ago. Yeah, but yeah. last year was ass. Corral got hurt. So that's true. That is true. He just, did get hurt. Just uh, saying. Twenty-one zero. Uh, seven. seven. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, you know, people. I will say that the the Baylor insiders, aka my my brother in law, they are they are putting Miranda on the hot seat, very much so. Okay. And yeah. you know what? Some were saying it. maybe GJ Kinney. This what this guy's doing down no, San Marcos here, way. Here we go. Seventy seven thirty five over Jackson State at home. You're having you're hosting recruits. Uh, LSU commits. You got. Uh, like four or five kids from noted powerhouse 6A state champ Duncanville down there to watch that. That offense is so fun. That's a fun – if there's no other games on and you go to ESPN Plus and you see T-State's playing, put it on because well, they are a fun team. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it, Dave. Going on to, to San Marcos for Dylan's birthday. Let's get weird on the square. Okay, Dylan, is that what we're doing? No, we are not. <laughs> Why not? We go down to San Marcus way. Would that be sad to do your 40th at yes. San Marcus? be very depressing. Yes. <laughs> very depressing. It's was... doing your 16th at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's true. We no, do need to go to a game. Yeah, Nevada's in town next week. Louisiana Monroe, the 14th. Troy at T-State, the 28th of October. Okay. We're going to a game. Georgia, right. Georgia Southern might be interesting. They're gonna. No, those are all. Those are all teams that can, that can play with T State. But what matters is they're competitive and their offense is really fun, and they're actually like recruiting, which I know I've, we always harp on that, mainly me. But they they have not done that in many years. So. Are you donating to the NIL efforts of T State, Dave? Um, I I donated enough to be a member of the Bobcat Club, and there's a brick with my name on it somewhere, uh, maybe in the stadium. That's not true. That was an option. I don't know if they're still doing the bricks. No, it's not a Brett joke. Don't worry, Brett. There actually is a brick thing. <laughs> I think I have a brick on Northeastern's campus somewhere, too. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, can I talk Boston College, um, Florida State right oh, quick? Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Florida yes. State might not be that good. Uh, and No slight to Boston College, but they had Florida State on the ropes down two late in the fourth. Um chance to get the ball back and unfortunately boston college committed their 18th penalty of the game that's too many penalties a program record 18 penalties the last of which being a face mask a personal foul um as they were about to go get the ball back like i said Mm -hmm. and a chance to drive down kick a field goal and win it but the just totally unnecessary face mask uh clinched the game for florida state just an absolute I don't know what to say. Just they just totally the, blew it. The fact that they were they were all, like about to do that with seventeen penalties, yeah. is insane. The the, the commentators they're like that's a, a fitting way for this game to end. The commentators that. were like mad. Did you hear? Yeah. They, they, they go, what are you doing? It was going to be an electric finish, and some just just a stupid stupid penalty that didn't need to happen. Eighteen penalties. So Florida State, uh, I think they fell a couple. Spots in the in the AP poll, they're at four now, I think, or fell behind Texas. Fell behind Texas. Interesting. There was a weird point in that game, Dave. You're an analytics guy. You might be able to tell me why. 
They were down two scores. Uh, BC was down two scores. BC scores. Game is now uh, a 10-point game before the two-point – or excuse me. what Basically, if you take the extra point, it becomes an eight-point game. If you go for two, it becomes a seven-point game if you get it. They missed the two-point conversion. It's now a nine-point game. Why would they go for two? Is that an analytics play down two scores to do the two-point conversion first versus the second time to tie the game? I, I would never do it that way. Because if you don't get it, then it, it – It's still a two-score game. Complete, yeah, it completely uh, – Wait, hold on. Real Reset for me. Chance. You yep. said, I'm sorry to, to be out of it. I was trying to figure out where their head coach came from. So you said they were down 15 and they went for two? Yes. they're the down, first possession down, as opposed to the second? Exactly. Yes. Down 15, score a touchdown. They went Got for it. two instead of kicking the extra point to make it an eight-point game. And we saw this it. a couple years ago. Cowboys did it, and right? And it might have been the Cowboys, but all the analytics nerds came out in defense of the thought of allowing yourself more time to get the two possessions you would need as opposed to running one play to win the game, you presumably would have more time on the clock to get a field goal, get the ball back and score again and not need the two point first. I, I'm, yeah, I, I feel like that's the argument that came out. I don't agree with it personally. I, I think either. I like vehemently was against it in the moment, but I think that's what came out at the time. BC also, it miraculously worked, but they were down. They were still down that nine had fourth and three from like the seven-yard line and went for it instead of kicking the field goal to make it a one-score game. Which the mm-hmm. uh, again the commentators like what are you like what are you doing? They they happen to score a touchdown on the play, so it all works out. But why are you not like why are you just refusing to make it a one-score game automatically? I don't know. That's like uh that's honestly like AP level analytics question. Uh, it has to be like he's right got now. some chart sitting there, like, oh, gotta do it. Yeah, this I, I'm almost positive this came up with the Cowboys a couple years ago, uh, and McCarthy, Kellen Moore decided to uh, to do what they did. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I had it explained to me. Our friend, we have friends who are big analytics guys, and I still never my little my little brain couldn't comprehend why you would do that. So I'm not the guy to ask. I apologize. You yeah. wanted more from me, and I didn't give it to you. That's okay, Dave. It's all right, man. Um, anything else? Was- Washington looks awesome. I love Michael Penix. Uh, he's a baller. USC, I, I can't wait for them to play like a Colorado. Um, and Sam Hartman is my Heisman candidate right now, okay. outside of like a Caleb Williams. And I don't think that dude's hot. By the Hartman, way. he's like he's lumberjack hot. He's a heartthrob. Hartman is quarterback for Notre Dame. No, no Notre Dame, not North Carolina's Drake May, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've yeah. looked good as well. But Washington finishes the season. They've got USC. Utah, so it's at USC, at home against Utah, at Oregon State, uh, at home against Washington State. Yeah, there's so I, that's a uh, Pac-12 man, mm-hmm. really fun. If the Pac-12 puts multiple teams in the college football, the final like four team playoff, that would just be beautiful. Do they have? Does, and is the Pac-12 very very feasible? <laughs> I mean, this is a dumb. They don't have a championship game, do they? So they yes. they can't give somebody another loss. Yeah, they do now. They do. They do now. Okay, I thought they were the, still a holdout. It was like, nope, conference is done, which big, would make no. sense in putting two teams in. It's like the Big Twelve was the last holdout. I could be wrong. It was the Big that. Twelve when they had nine teams. Got it. But got it. Uh, they they have it again. Yeah, I, I somebody had a tweet thread about like how ever what this looks like if Dion uh, to Colorado happens before this year. 
Like I know like this, it doesn't make any sense in the timeline, but it's just saying how that would have uh, inherently saved the Pac-12 most likely. And it would have probably made Colorado more confident in not being the first ship to fall of like bailing to the Big 12. Yeah. I can see that conversation happening, but like the TV deal still wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, USC, Oregon, UCLA, and then when Utah gets back uh, rising and Washington, like you've got five teams at least at this point in the season. You're not making me more excited about that many teams in the SEC or that many teams in the Big Ten or Big Twelve right now. So it's just going to be interesting. The, the cannibal situation. Yeah. Is we'll so we'll see. I think that that happens at every conference. Let me ask you two things, Dave. Before I before I bounce, are these two teams any good? Penn State and Oklahoma. I've not been a Dylan Gabriel guy. Um, my UCF friends. My UCF friend has just when he made the move, he was like, "No, dude, he's not. He's not a good quarterback. He looks. He looks more confident." We don't know anything about Oklahoma yet. They might be really good, but they have played nobody. Uh, you're, not big, you're not a big Tulsa oh, Golden uh, Golden. Sorry, Hurricane KJ. Fan? Well, Yikes. and SMU <laughs> gave him a game. Exactly. Look at the other two games. <laughs> SMU was a competitive game. I think that's reflective no of the fact that Oklahoma is good. Uh, they might be good. really good. I but we just don't know yet. Is my point. SMU, they sure, the they sure look impressive it. against not good teams. I so. haven't watched a snap yet, so I get it. I'm going to give the the Texas game will be my my entire opinion of Oklahoma will be formed on one game. Fair enough. Penn State, I got I've got nothing on. You're not a Drew Allaire supporter? No, I I haven't watched any Penn State. Do I need to be? I think you might need to be. I think they're kind of a sneaky team, and they're okay. seventh, so they're not even sneaky. But Penn State, yeah, Ohio State, because. Ohio State's struggling. Like, Michigan has not coached with Harbaugh yet, so, like, it's Michigan's side of the conference until otherwise said. The Big Ten's not strong this Where's year. Where's Purdue Penn in State's all their only threat. Playing Doing Wisconsin this, this yeah, Thursday. They'll, they'll win three games, Max. I'm, I'm out on football. Screw wow. Purdue. They lost. <laughs> screw Purdue, screw the you Bears. You need to adopt a new team. Everything sucks. <laughs> all right. I doesn't want to be here anymore. KJ, SMU... Uh, with the capital campaign they have going on right now, are they about to Saudi prince their way to the uh, top of the Big Twelve of the ACC? Um, oh, they they went ACC. We're yeah. ACC along ACC? with gotcha. Stanford and Cal. That's right. That's I right. I had the conversation uh, with myself earlier that uh, would it be weird for us to just go buy back Sunny or uh, Sunny Dykes? No. Why not? Like he would have stayed had we had an invite to a big, big five, whatever. Anyways, we're way beyond. Uh, and I definitely at least want some uh, airplay phone conversation from Brett. So I'll shut up on college football. Brett, can you, uh, can you stick around and do, give us the rundown on Babcock? I can, I can. Real quick. All right. But before we do that, can I give a shout out to our next partner? Our next partner is AG1 the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. You know what I did this morning, Dylan? Drink AG1? Yeah. To start your day? Did you do that too? That's how I start every day. Why would you even have to ask me that? Uh, I don't know. I'm just checking. I like to keep tabs on you. I'm worried about you. Makes me feel like I'm doing something right. It does, man. That's why we gave it a try. I drink it in the morning on an empty stomach. Sometimes I'll, uh, I'll drink it before working out. Uh, makes me feel great. Makes me feel like I'm, I'm ready to take on the day. It's a stressful gig we've got here. We've got to talk and be funny and have banter. 
I like starting my day with AG1. Optimized. Optimized. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder in water once a day? Why? I don't like taking a bunch of pills. I don't either. No. Sneaky tastes really good too. It does. AG1 helps you build your health. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash bang. That's drinkag1.com slash bang. Check it out. What's going on in Columbus? Well, let me break some news real quick. Mel Tucker fired for cause at Michigan State. Oh. <laughs> that is a lot of money left on the table because you're too Uh So for those who are uh, not super big into the hockey world, Dave, uh, Mike Babcock was the coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, a podcast, a uh, couple former colleagues of mine, Spittin' Chicklets, Biz, and Wit, uh, kind of broke a story on the show that they uh, had heard from some Columbus Blue Jackets players that Coach Babcock was asking to see pictures on their phone and airplane them in a team meeting to the big screen. That's nightmare fuel. Yeah, nightmare fuel. Uh, basically what happens after this is the Blue Jackets come out, deny it. Uh, Mike Babcock releases a statement about a week ago that's like, oh yeah, I was asking to see their, uh, their pictures of their family to get to know them a little bit. This is his first year coming in. He's a rookie, not a rookie head coach, but his first year with the Blue Jackets. Uh, yeah, just trying to get to know my guys better. Wanted to see pictures of of their dogs, their family. (sighs) And then a, uh. NF or NHL investigation goes underway. More guys come out and say, no, he was just asking you to go through our phones and see our pictures. Uh, and then he resigned today so uh, as to not be a distraction to the team. That's the reason he gave. That is bizarre. Very bizarre. Okay. Question. Would you rather your boss go through your camera roll or your group text? Uh. My camera roll is very boring right now, so I would choose that. A lot of memes. It's memes and just pictures of parks and my dog, mostly. That rocks. Stella is her name. So, yeah, I would choose that. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably go camera roll, too. I don't have a – there's just a lot of sunsets and stuff in there. I'm trending camera. Um, I think that's – because the group text, you know, context is everything, right? Um, (laughs) What did they see in these pictures? I mean, was that revealed? Yeah, the, the context I, I is there in the group text. I don't know that I can uh, explain away some of my recent uh, memes that definitely won't be posted <laughs> that might show up in this. Yeah, you guys went a different direction with the, uh, the meme that we threw in there this <laughs> the morning. The yeah. Spikes meme? Yeah, we were we were thinking something completely different, and you guys just really showed off your Photoshop skills. Shout out to you and Landry. Yeah, they did. Yeah, no, it, and so Mike Babcock, uh, kind of a noted scumbag coach, just, just kind of a dickhead to players has always never been a players coach. He's not your friend, Dave. He is your coach, though. My friend would never ask to uh, airplay my camera roll. Yeah, and it just kind of one of those things where it's not the first time he's done something to piss off players. Enough players have come out that uh, have have played for him now in Columbus, in Toronto, and in Detroit that are have said very similar things that he has to go through their phone, their texts, their pictures. What? 
and he is now uh, without a job because mm. he's such a dickhead. Yikes! So did he? He resigned. So no payout or nothing. He resigned. He resigned. I'm I'm not sure what that means for his golden parachute. I'm sure he's got a cottage somewhere. Let's try a blue parachute because blue jackets. Yeah. Hey, Dylan's here. Um, so and Brett's here too. <coughs> Dylan, where are you at on the preseason thus far? NHL. Oh, uh, I know that my Golden Knights are like four and zero. Oh. Uh, yeah, I thought there I you thought go. you it's knew. It's disgusting that. that you're yeah. even aware. Yeah, the, the, but that might well, even I've, be the prospect. I challenges. follow them on Twitter. That's how I know. Yeah, Got big it. Golden Knights guy. <laughs> uh, Stanley Cup champions, by the way. Yeah, congratulations. Thank okay, I haven't been waiting one of those for for a long time or anything. So I was not. Uh, I was not aware of the Mike Babcock uh, saga. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, couldn't have happened to a better guy. <clears throat> Okay. Based on what I've heard. See ya, buddy. Bye. On well, that note, thank you guys for having me. I'll, thanks for hopping on, Brett. I'll pull a Mike Babcock thank and you, resign Brett. from this podcast. Hey, plug uh, Cold Stove right quick. Hop on Cold Stove. We haven't done an episode in a minute, uh, but if we do continue that show into the winter, it'll be uh, at Cold Stove Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Cold Stove. Check it out. Official prediction for Bama Ole Miss. Ole Miss 41, Bama 38. 38-38. Going into the uh, – uh, and I'll, I'll predict a last-second 54-yard field goal off the leg of Caden Davis, former wow. A&M And if, if by chance that comes true, uh, they can find your written musings at? Uh, washed.substack.com. Um, I'll drop the, uh, the college football article this week, Fixing the Sport, Dave. Cool. I hope you guys have set aside uh, 45 minutes to read it. It's a long one. It's going to be good. I've got you- a little bit of insight. What? Just have the like. It's twenty twenty three. You can hit play audio. Yeah, the internet will read. Do we have that option? Can I? I I listen to like ninety percent of my articles. Really? I don't listen to memes, by the way, but I listen like most of the stuff on the internet. I don't know if we have that option. I'm pro accessibility. Yeah, I don't think the text there that yet for washed media. Sorry. Well, maybe use your browser. Use your phone. It happens. It works. Okay. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, you man, Brett. Brett's we'll hair's you. been looking really, really good lately. He's floppy headed. Real Morgan Wallen esque. Very, very thick. Um, you know, which is interesting because our, our next partner is headphones on, so I can I can say these things. Uh, Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. You just don't. There's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Dylan, you and I both use this stuff every day. I mean, you can't tell now because you're rocking the hat, but you got some you got some serious lettuce going on. I'm going on like uh, a, a year and a half, I think, of taking this stuff uh, consistently. And I've definitely noticed a difference. I also feel more energetic when I take it, believe it or not. It does more than just hair, even though the hair is what it does best, but it has some other benefits as well. Well, here's the thing. It's physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients. Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months 
Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code DIP to save $10 off your first month subscription. This is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Uh, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code DIP. Are you ready for some football? NFL talk, baby. I've got an answer, even though we're over. Sorry, I didn't do that on key. Really quick, because it was killing my brain. When to go for two. Noted uh, odds makers, algorithm makers, I don't know. 538 wrote wrote a whole long article, a lot of words that you can listen to with your phone. Um if the margin after the touchdown is nine, better options. Options are the same. Your uh, odds of winning are neither increased or decreased by going for two or kicking the extra point. It's like with a small margin of error, 2.9 versus 3.3 if you go for one or two. So that's why analytics kind of speaks to it. Doesn't make sense in my sports brain, but that's what it is. Okay. Anyways, go. I'll remember that if I'm ever calling plays. Speaking of calling plays, what's up with the Jags? Eh. The offense, look, it's, I'm salty because I, look, fantasy alert, fantasy guy, Trevor Lawrence, my guy. I was, mm-hmm. I really was feeling like, oh, they're AFC championship caliber team this year. They just, that game sucked, which is a testament to the defenses. Chris Jones, noted monster, he's back. But I just, I'm just not feeling it yet. I know it's two games in, but I was just I wanted to see if you wanted to to have the platform to talk Jags. Yeah. Chris Jones being back, very timely, by the way. Uh very convenient for them. Um it it sucked because he had an impact immediately. It was a very frustrating game to watch. I've got a good friend who's a Chiefs fan who, you know, in the past we would bet on these games. Now that it's now eight straight losses by the Jags, I've kind of learned my lesson. I even kind of dial back shit talking to a certain degree. This was a very winnable game for the Jags. We talked about Boston College earlier with their 18 penalties. The Chiefs had something similar to that. They played a terrible game from like a, you know, penalty standpoint. And we turned them over three times. We the Jags at us. The Jags went 0-7 for touchdowns inside of the 20-yard line. You just absolutely cannot do that. Like the whole concept of you're not going to win, you know, kicking field goals against XYZ or whatever. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes falls into that category. You don't win these games kicking field goals. You cannot win these games when you have four completed passes that were actually incomplete that would have been touchdowns if your receivers would have been able to get their toes down or if the ball would have been three inches lower and it wasn't like fitted into a position where only the receiver can catch it. Trevor Lawrence is good enough to where like you have that consistent miss. You start to realize like something was just slightly off mechanically in the red zone and his passes to where uh, Zay Jones had two different touchdowns that were not completed because they got one foot down. The other one wasn't even close. Uh, Calvin Ridley had one and I want to say Christian, well, Christian Kirk, separate story, but there were at least three that would have been touchdowns on three different drives. Um, it did seem like a crazy amount watching that game out the back. They were moving the ball. They were effective in completing these passes, but they were not closing out drives. Um, lastly, Christian, Christian Kirk, 
who some would say they overpaid prior to knowing that they'd get Calvin Ridley. Um, he had like two or three touches in week one when they won. He had like 11 in week two. It was very clear they made like a concerted effort to get him the ball. He produced. He had a great week, but it came at the cost of getting the ball to Trav, uh, Travis Etienne in the red zone. There was a huge lack of effort to run the ball in the red zone. Part of that because of Chris Jones and the aforementioned defensive front from the Chiefs, but they could not produce in the red zone, and a lot of that had to do with what worked in week one against the Colts. It's getting the ball to Etienne in the red zone. They didn't do it. They lost. Sucked. They still will be a top four AFC team at the end of the year. Ooh, wow. Not the punctuator. I mean, that's not I saying we a ton. Getting. Yeah, it's not saying a ton, but like, yeah, they're, they're going to play off second round of playoffs with very confident still same place they were last year. Um, is there a better player in the NFL on either side of the ball than Micah Parsons? We've moved on to the Cowboys right now. No. Um, do you, I know he is, we talked about it this morning. He is very, very fun to watch. Um, especially when you're pulling for the team that he is on. Do you worry about him breaking down? Because he's just, he is a, he doesn't take plays off unless they literally have him off the field. He just, if you just watch him, even the, the plays where he doesn't get to the quarterback, just the amount of, um, effort he gives on every play, it's wild. And he did kind of break down a little bit last season. I know he added some muscle. Um, yeah, over I, the don't season, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that style of play has like longevity. I, yeah, probably. I mean, the dude when he rushes the quarterback, he's in the backfield every single play. He doesn't always get a sack. Doesn't always get a quarterback hurry or get his hands on the quarterback. But he is consistently in the backfield, disrupting. He he wins pretty much every rep. Which is just, it's absolutely wild to watch. Um, he had a forced fumble and recovery last night as well, or yesterday. He's, he's playing on a, a different level from everyone else on the field at all times. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's really fun to watch. Um, KJ, say something negative about Micah. Go ahead. I know you want to. I have nothing to say negative about Micah Parsons. Um, I struggle to find like a mental equivalent of like, I don't think any of us have watched Aaron Donald enough to be like, Oh, I understand why he's a 99 overall. Everybody says unquestionably the best player in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think we all kind of just buy into people smarter than us when we say that. And then when we see him play, he jumps out on the screen watching like Micah Parsons, almost like every play, every game is a different experience. Not saying better than Aaron Donald, but it's probably like what Aaron Donald fans have experienced. It reminds me a little bit of like early J.J. Watt years of like, oh, where is he at? Yeah, He's going to bat down the ball or get a sack or disrupt every single play if they don't run completely away from him. Like that's the kind of impact he's having on the game. And the Cowboys have a knowledgeable D coordinator. And they also are fortunate enough to have the other parts on the other side of the ball, you've got playmaking DBs. You've got what would be a number one D end on every other defensive line in the league and Demarcus Lawrence. And then you add this guy. So like, it's incredible to watch them on defense. I'm guess my one, not negative, but like, let's just chill a little is that, I mean, you're watching Parsons against Makai Becton 
and whatever the hell the Giants have at line. Parsons has done it for two and a half years or two years plus now. So I'm not questioning him, but like it's their schedule. It's just what it is. I will be eager to see like when they're playing the Eagles, him continuing to dominate consistently at this level or teams who you have like an ounce of respect for their offensive ability. You're not going to see it with Josh Dobbs this weekend. Uh, You might see it the following week. If I was in prime, like cowboy hater mode, I could also see the Cowboys starting four and four. And when I go through the schedule, that's just complete BS, but it's also based on how the hell are you not closing out some of these drives? Uh, When your defense is playing out of their mind, you're playing effectively getting the ball to where you want it to be. But I should not know so much about the Cowboys kicker. Um, It was nice to see him not miss anything yesterday. Yeah, but you, you got the ball like inside the 50 two or three times and they were closed out with field goals. And it's just like, eh. Yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't give me Brandon Cooks being hurt. Like you've got Michael Gallup. They were also playing with an undrafted, undrafted uh, free agent at uh, – Left was it left tackle? Who filling in for Tyron? Filling in for Gar? The right other dude tackle? I think Tyron Tyler Smith. Tyler was Smith. out. I believe not Tyron so at right tackle. Yeah, so they were going. And they then, were, uh, I somebody think, else was injured. I think when that happened, you kind of saw them close the playbook a little bit. Yeah, and, and which rightfully so. You don't want to get your somewhat fragile quarterback hit. Um, I will say the drop pick six that Sauce had. Why would you? How do you? How do you not know where he is at all times? Why would you ever throw that pass when Sauce is, is on that side, like to his side? You just don't ever throw that pass to him. I don't care who your receiver is. That should have been six. It. That, I, I, it doesn't change the outcome. They still would have won comfortably. Maybe it, I guess maybe it changes like the Jets' energy. I don't know. Like, you know, once Aaron Rodgers went down, like we all knew what this game was going to be. I'm kind of. I don't know. Is it's weird to be like not rooting for, but like quote unquote proud that the Jets weren't a complete F up this week against like a much, much better team. They looked a lot better than the Giants. Like I'm kind of hoping that Zach Wilson is like I gonna be better. I don't know. As, it was as, weird. I'm as much as I rat we've ragged on Zach Wilson, I, I do kind of pull for him because it is what was he, the number two pick overall in the Micah Parsons draft, actually. Um uh, he, my sister texted me and she said, I don't think she's aware that we've dubbed it tantrum face. She said that <laughs> she just out of the blue was like, this Zach Wilson guy's got a psychopath face. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he kind of does. I like tantrum face better. Yeah. Like he could just blow his, his top at any moment. <laughs> he looks, I'm not being defensive. <laughs> he's 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 will punch the drywall. He will put a hole in some drywall <laughs> if you're not, not careful. Um, I don't know where you want to go, how much more you want to get into it. Dolphins. Uh, I mean, we're, we we know what we saw, but I want to talk Dolphins. We have to at least a bit because that's a team that very Chris Collins worth transition there. Yeah. I, I just wonder what you're doing. I believe everyone kind of bought in, myself included, after whatever, five or six weeks before Tua got hurt last year. But I don't think in, you know, I wasn't watching a ton of Dolphins. Shout out to YouTube TV. I can now watch however much I want. But uh, it's been great to see, holy shit, this is a really, really fun team to watch with Tua and Tyreek. Defense is nasty, too. Yeah. Which it has been. 
Um, yeah, I, I hope that uh, Tua's brains don't bounce off the turf anytime soon because <laughs> I, 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 every time he drops back, I'm like, please, don't yeah. nobody touch him because I, he feels like he's so fragile right now. Yeah. I still have the, the fingers in my in my head Ooh, you know it's I just that. i just worry about him taking a oh, hit yeah. so if he stays healthy they could be a really fun team really fun i didn't team. see any of the chargers disappointment but i did see the broncos so do you want to talk chargers first <laughs> no they're just ass and it's sad because i <laughs> i don't know kel moore's out there it's not looking great thus far staley hot seat i don't know man i don't know i feel bad for our boy dj bean Noted, uh, noted Chargers guy, day one Chargers fan, you know that. Big Chargers guy. Let's talk, talk, <laughs> talk about the Broncos because you were willing. You were telling me earlier how you think they're actually going to turn it around, yeah. and make a run. I, for the I don't end. think. Okay, okay. I don't think that they're uh, going to go out and win the AFC West or anything. We mentioned Chargers are ass. The Raiders have kind of been disappointing too. They got blown out yesterday. The Chargers, or not the Chargers, the Broncos. Very, like I could see them being a close com- competition for number two behind the Chiefs, like ten plus wins. It's not going to happen. Um, but the way that they were losing games or lost yesterday's game specifically, I think Russell Wilson's getting back to like whatever he used to be. I don't know what I don't even know what Unlimited. that means at this point. Uh, he's, he's you know becoming a little bit more unlimited. Um, and I'm eager to see it maybe because they're wide receiver. Number one is an SMU alum, uh, and Cortland Sutton, but I, I don't know. I don't even like Sean's Peyton Peyton's face, but I feel like seeing Peyton succeed is something that I'm interested in seeing. I don't know why I could see Zach Wilson aging and looking like Sean Peyton. Like 35 <laughs> years. If you think about it, it could make sense. Yeah. Yeah, he runs out of moms to hook up with. I can never, you could always, there's always moms (laughs) to hook up with, folks. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. Is Saquon, what's what's up with Saquon? Is he hurt? Is he out? I know he got hurt and left, but sprained ankle. They're hoping it's not a high ankle sprain unless something else has come down um, the pipeline. But the Giants got a win over the Cardinals. Um, We'll see what the Cardinals are next week. Uh, I have no idea how long Kyler's out. I feel like their head coach is going to get basically a free pass. Um, they were picked to be the worst. They're 0-2, but they don't look to be the worst. Who knows? I don't know. We'll we'll see after next week. We'll talk more Cardinals then. Okay. Any other uh, NFL notes you guys want to touch upon? Nothing else comes to mind, Dave. Okay. Okay. Hey, when when we said we were talking about limited versus unlimited, reminded me that we were talking about Colorado. Uh, Master P was on the sideline also. Just wanted to throw that out there. I feel like that cannot be that cannot be talked about enough. This is all happening in Boulder, Colorado, by the way. Let's do it in sports party. Okay, let's do it in sports party. Before we do, I want to give a shout out to our good friends at Rocket Money. Dylan, we both used it. KJ, you've used it. Mm-hmm. How nice is it to discover a subscription that you forgot about? It's, it's glorious. It's it, finding uh, money. Truly reframed my budget, knowing that I had extra dollars back in the uh, in the funds that I was otherwise spending on things I didn't use. 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. I know I was, kind of like that Stars app you just forgot you know, about after you watched one show, or that free gaming trial you never actually used on the uh, PC that you just built, Randy. Looking at you, involving you in the show. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. I use all of these functions. It's quite nice. I've canceled subscriptions. It's helped me save money. And it's nice seeing, oh, yeah, I spent this amount versus that amount last week. Very nice to see every day. Chances, I feel like, are much better than they are not that you will save some money using this app. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person, Dylan, up to $720 a year. There you go. You can do a lot with That's that. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash bang. That's rocketmoney.com slash bang rocketmoney.com slash bang it is time to party this is the part of the pod where we uh, talk a little bit of sports and we party at the same time not that different than what we do the rest of the time only we've got an audio bed <laughs> and we keep these a little uh, bit uh, brief yes what's this alabama high school band story dave uh kj <laughs> yes an alabama band director was uh had to be shocked with a stun gun <laughs> and arrested after uh, Birmingham police uh, reported that he'd been asked to direct his band to stop playing neck, not neck, but oh. actually just stop playing. Uh, it was after a high school game had ended. Uh, there was some sort of uh, commotion. It was a big, exciting ending. He kept the band playing almost somewhat inciting a raucous crowd, if you will. Uh, certainly not um, helping things disperse. And the band director was like, no, y'all keep it going. And the oh, band yeah. listened. That's tough. You had to be that. wrestled to the ground and stun gunned. Is this like uh, is this like in Shawshank when uh he's in the warden's office and he locks the door and he plays the he puts the record it's on? Exactly like that. Yeah. I, that was a really that's one of my all-time favorite moments in in film. You're a cinema guy. When your band's just playing that gas, you can't tell them to stop. Dude, I, that's a free concert. Who's who's mad about that? The stun gun? You can't stun that gun the band. A little, a little excessive, does it? I, would, not? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Fucking love that. Do you think that the band like kept playing to uh, <laughs> to tempo as his hands like twitching on the note, and they're like, burp, burp, burp. <laughs> dude? You know that 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 trombone section was just going brazy. Yeah, brass was a problem. Yeah. God, man. Percussion just wouldn't stop banging. Man, like. I, I, it's stupid to say like, oh, high school football in Texas is different, but I don't think people realize that there are bands in Texas that have 500, 600 members. Allen High School being one of them. Duncanville probably has a reasonably sized band as well. The absolute hell that would break loose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Duncan DeSoto, South Oak Cliff, you know, so I'm not just uh, completely pulling it out of the weeds let's imagine one of those bands was going a little bit uh off kilter towards the end of that game and continuing to play as people uh, might have thought shots were firing around would have been nuts you just shouts you, to hemp i just don't think you need to stun the 
the band director. <laughs> no. A little feather falls off his head. <laughs> his little conductor stick. Do they still use the conductor stick? I always thought that was interesting. Probably. Cool. Dylan? Yeah, the Longhorn Network. Um, this is its final year, I guess, with Texas moving to the SEC next year. And the Wyoming game was uh, the last game that will air, last football game that will air on the Longhorn Network. And uh, goodbye. No one's going to miss it. I didn't know. I didn't know how to fucking watch the damn thing. So the two the two games a year that that they showed um, of Texas football, I just knew that I wasn't gonna be able to watch those games unless I was at the game, which I was lucky to be on Saturday. Just a, a terrible uh, failed experiment. I guess Texas got paid. Good for them, but no one wanted it. I guess they wanted it at the beginning, but they realized how how poor uh, the programming actually was, and that it was so hard to actually watch. I think it's on like fucking Direct TV, and that's uh, just terrible. Uh, not going to miss it. Very happy to see it, it going away. Uh, but also thankful that the Wyoming game was on it because not many people saw Texas not look very good. So, But into our next note that I, I have to imagine you put in here. I did. There are uh, two teams in the Big 12 currently ranked in the AP Top 25, and those are the two teams that will be exiting the Big 12 at the end of the season. Of course, that being Texas and OU. Rebuttal being the teams that are replacing them, doing pretty good. Okay, cool. Gonna, yeah, gonna hurt yeah. more. UCF when, is. Yeah, I guess they, they had a close game with Boise, so we'll see what they do against uh, K State. Is UCF, UCF unranked? Competitive. Uh, they are unranked, but That's, you know, I don't think okay. for long. If if they beat UC, if they beat uh, K State, they will be. Okay. Didn't even give love to the journalists out there. Shout out to Mizzou. Let's run it back real quick. Okay, no love for Mizzou. Go ahead. I hate Mizzou. All right. Except for uh, the journalism school, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Shout out to uh, Micah. Run it back, the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. This is a short one this week, kind of a long episode. KJ is wearing wash gear from his toes to his elbows? My mm -hmm. co-hosts are boxers. simply too horny. Dave and Brett are having a really difficult time figuring out lunch together. That's true. KJ had to bang a 20 real quick. Uh, and then this is a, a note by, I think, by Brett. Jay Norvell, Texas wide receiver coach, 2015 and 16, and also born in Madison, Wisconsin. Shout out, KJ. That concludes Run It Back. What a show. Remember, we do a live stream, youtube.com slash too much dip. We do it every other Thursday. This Thursday, we will be back picking games. We will tweet out the link, or if you want to go on the Google form and pick games uh, with or against us, you can do that. Um, follow us on the socials, Too Much Tip Pod, Too Much Tip Podcast. And we will see you Thursday, 6.30 Central, Randy. Bye-bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.